Welcome everyone to A Slice of Anime. I know we had a bit of a resting period there, but we had to reschedule some things, and now it everything perfectly lines up. This will be our Slice of Anime anime of the Year discussion. A little bit earlier than we wanted, but hey, that just means we get it all sooner to you. Uh, so joining me today, we're going to do a slight introduction since it is such a special episode. We got Bench here today. Hello, happy to be here. And Dark. How's it going, guys? And Wolf. Yeah, what's up? And special guest, Navi. I'm back. He's back and better than ever. Uh, so, yeah, uh, do we want to actually have like a regular discussion before we do like our talk of the Check awards, us out on YouTube. Check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Rest in Peace, and Audible. Like the podcast, check us out on Twitter, and check out our main show, Slice of Gaming. I do what would I do without you? <laughs> Uh, I mean, do we want to transition right into the awards? Because, like, uh, let's go straight into the awards. Yeah, okay, as well. Then we'll see like how long we've been recording, and then base if we want to talk after that. Well, everyone knows uh, we always complain about award shows being too early in the year, so we decided to do ours early in the year. Don't think <laughs> about it. <laughs> uh, obviously, we want this to be the last episode of Slice of Anime for the year because uh, we want to end out in a bang, and we want to do our Anime of the Year stuff. Now, you may be wondering, oh, what about this show? It's still airing. I doubt like our opinions on any of these shows is going to change in the coming month with like the what like last three episodes of the season for fall anime. So we're we, we're really excited to like kind of look forward to see what's coming up and you know reflect on this year of anime. Which I mean, I'll just ask off the top of the show. Like, are we satisfied with this year of anime? Like, do we think this was a good year for anime? So this was one of the best years. Yeah, one of the best yeah. years, and I think in the past couple of years, anime has just gotten better and better. I mean, there's always something to watch. Not, e not every single like season of the year. There's at least one or two things you're actively anticipating and wanting to watch. I mean, Navi, I know you're more of an OG. Like I heard there was times in like earlier years where, oh yeah, a season comes and there's like one show, if even. <laughs> yeah. Uh, back in the 2010s, 11s, you would watch trash because that was on. That was what was available. <laughs> It's like, hey, this is all we got. We got to work with what we got, guys. <laughs> well, we want to talk about some anime. I think we're ready to give out some awards. The problem uh, basically, is, all of our awards are going to go to the same show for the most part. <laughs> yeah, for us individuals. I mean, I, I got some different choices. So I, basically, I to, the way we're doing that. Yeah, so the, basically, the way we're doing this, we're not doing like a collective vote, like, oh, this is the collective slice of gaming, but more our individual picks, like what we personally want to give this show an award, this show an award, all that good stuff. And we think that like, I, I, it, we, we want it to be kind of a chill award show, if anything else, yeah. nothing like more too professional formal. stuff. Is yeah, coming come on, you, you got the game awards tomorrow uh, from the time we're recording. Well, I mean, so even, even our up. professional stuff, stay tuned. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> why does he do this? Anyways, I think we want to talk about some anime. So basically, I got a bunch of categories here. I'm just going to read out the category and then go one by one for each of the members, what their personal pick is. I think we're going to start with best protagonist, basically the main character of the show. Um, I think this can also apply to like, maybe not like, if it's a trio of protagonists, you could choose one of them, but like just in general, who your favorite protagonist of any anime that came out this year. Um, I, I think I want to start with Bench. How about you? My protagonist of the year is Rudius Greyrat from Mushoko Tensei. 
I think okay. that his portrayal of going through depression, and he's pretty much at his life's lowest low, even comparing it to his previous life, this is somehow still lower for him because he has more connections now. And seeing his struggle, and at the end of season one, you thought he got over that. It was very, and then, like, you, you just don't get over stuff like that this fast. And seeing his struggle throughout the first half of season two this year was just, was just an incredible watch because it all felt so natural and relatable in so many different, different instances that, I mean, he's probably still not even curious. Just they nailed it out of the park with his character writing this year. It's funny because if this was season one, Rudius, I would not put him as protagonist of the year. But mm-hmm. specifically season two, they show how he's developed over the years, how he's grown into being like a genuinely like very likable protagonist. Because, I mean, I, I he purposely you don't like him in season one. Like that's what they want you to do. They, they don't want like you to him. like him. Yeah, exactly. It's like over time you see him grow and slowly become the man he is today. And I think that's genuinely very skillful as an author and very difficult to get right to go from making someone not likable to extremely likable. And I think Rudius is definitely a good especially like in the beginning because you're supposed to like your main character because you want to follow their journey. So that's yeah. pretty bold to make your character unlikable in the first season. It'd be different if he was like likable in the first, not likable in the second because something bad happens. Because then you have that attachment, but to make him not likable off the bat is pretty pretty bold. It's very yeah, it's very but, risky. But it, it worked because because they actually went back to his past life and actually showed yeah. his struggle and how he's changing. So that's that's why it's working. And most of these guys don't doesn't do that. They just throw away their past life and just give them a new life. You yeah. understand why he's the person he is. Like, yeah. And, you know, slowly seeing him actually break out of that funk. That's a very good choice for protagonist. Dark, do you got a protagonist? Yeah, um, Miorin, or I can't, can I pronounce her name right? But the, the secondary protagonist Miorine. of from Witch of Mercury. If you watch the show, I'm like, I'm not gonna get into spoilers, but she, her growth and the way that she was portrayed throughout the second season was utterly incredible. And I don't think anything else I've watched comes close to how she was handled. And I'm very glad that they were able to go in that direction that they took with her to keep things as spoiler free as possible. <laughs> <laughs> he's um, great in season one yeah no I mean that's I'm interested in, I always talk about like oh I'd like to watch that show no, but Max <laughs> you would like this one I think so what this reminds me of it reminds me of three houses that's what everyone says oh I thought of this I didn't think everyone thought that. Yeah, you that's first scary. Yeah. Everyone called it Gundam Three Houses. Yes, interesting. So, I do like Three so Houses. So it's not it's not political about continents. It's more about a system, and there there's like clans within the system. Interesting. Yeah, no, that's definitely one I want to check out. Uh, Navi, how about you? What's your protagonist of the year? Mash. Mash, hell yes, yeah, from Mashal. From Mashal. He is uh, he is legitimately just Saitama, <laughs> and I love it. But like different in a lot of ways. I, I really love Mesh as well. Yeah, he doesn't take himself too seriously. They portray him as I, I don't like overpowered characters unless unless it's like One Punch Man or Mesh, where they don't take themselves seriously and they and they're dumb and they don't they don't think they're overpowered 
overpowered, but uh, they still try to figure out ways how to over, how to overcome obstacles. And mm-hmm. like Mash, every every time he has an obstacle with magic, he does it with strength, and it, it I just love it. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. Like, Mash is definitely one of those characters where, like, every time he was on screen, he just, he doesn't talk much, but when he talks, it's like, oh, I will listen. <laughs> every, like, I always chuckle. I, I, I get yep. it. I at least give a chuckle. Exactly. Uh, Moon, how about you? Uh, so I had to change my, this one a couple of times just to avoid a lot of repeats. Uh, but I kind of settled on the dual protagonist of... Uh, Nagatoro and Senpai from their second season for this year compared and I'm just only saying this because is his name just Senpai? Yeah well he does have a name it's Naoto but it's never said in, at least in the anime and it only recently got revealed in the manga like he just went by Senpai for like many chapters. What? Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy um, <laughs> you're not talking about him and I, I'm just going to give it just for the character development because especially in a lot of these just simple high school rom-coms it's it's uh they they tend to stay pretty the same but between season one and season two there's a lot of character growth and development so i get so i'm just gonna hand it to them for that kind of progression in the story and their characters compared to a lot of other ones where between season one season two it's a lot of more of the same just more crazy adventures but no we're here we actually have progression as characters and them getting along because and someone pointed this out i read it as a comment and i completely agree but Nagatoro and Senpai are two extremes and they level each other out and you can definitely see that at least coming to season two where he brings her down out of her craziness and she brings him up to be more independent and like have a backbone and all that because he's literally jellyfish at the beginning of the series he does not do anything for himself uh so it's just nice to see that character growth and so that's how that's why I settled on them I only watched three episodes and I thought, oh, this is just gonna stay the same, so I stopped. But that character, if the characters actually grow, I might actually go back and watch the rest. Yeah, well, that's Nagatoro is kind of famous for having like the hardest like first two or three episodes to get through, because she is like at her worst at the very beginning. Yeah, and I just thought it was just gonna be that. Oh no, the, they, that they, game mellow, they mellow each other out a lot. <laughs> uh, well, my protagonist, get ready to hear this uh series a lot. My protagonist is Thorfinn from Finland Saga Season 2. Um, Amazing. I genuinely, like, I struggle to see a character as well-written and has as good of character development as Thorfinn in any other show. The character development is the main word there, because Season 1, I liked Thorfinn, but, like, he was not the highlight. He was not the reason you yeah, watched exactly. Finland Saga. Yep. But Season 2, you see this man who, like, I guess slight spoilers, but who is broken after the end of Season 1. He lost everything he feels like his whole life has zero purpose he's a slave and over the course of this season you see him slowly pick himself back up slowly wanting to, that desire to live to see peace and like there's a really extremely powerful moment around the midway point of the season where he effectively says i i becoming a pacifist i will not kill i will not hurt anyone anymore and Especially at the end, I, all I'll say is I have no enemies, which mind blowing. One of my favorite moments in any anime, and yeah. really comes down to just how well developed that character is. That's amazing. I love him. I love him so much. Um, best next ca- category, 
best supporting character. So effectively, not really the protagonist, but like your other characters, you know, like your 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 lower tiers. <laughs> I don't want to say lower tiers, but like you know what I mean. Like your kind of dutragonist. Dutragonist is that the word, Moon? <laughs> what? It's a dutragonist or du- I think so. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, it, it, your supporting characters. Anyone knows what a supporting character is? <laughs> uh, but just, what are, what's your best supporting character? My best supporting character is Sagiri from Hell's Paradise. I think she does a very good job. Oh, at she's good. Up. She's good because like it's the only thing I'm going to give like an award to Hell's Paradise, but it's definitely like a hidden gem of this year that I really really enjoyed. And I think Gabi Morrow, the main protagonist, wouldn't be as good as he is without sagiri's like look into how he is i think that like how she like affects the main character and just overall her character is just really good so i i really like sagiri i yeah i feel like i would have like given her more credit but i didn't really care for her in the beginning of the series because i felt like she was just like she was just like i'm so weak (laughs) i can't do anything and it's like yeah it definitely gets better she becomes a badass yeah, like, as though they get farther in the island, all the characters develop. And the thing I hear is, like, we're only going to have one more season and then it's done. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dark, what's your best supporting character? Uh, a land from The Witch from Mercury. <laughs> Again, I, I apologize. I can't I'm get spoilers because it's this season two. Um, he drives the plot forward a lot for a supporting character, which is really weird. You would think this mainly happens because of like the main but the way that the story is handled the supporting cast does matter a lot especially Alan, and the way that his his growth shapes the story was really interesting to see yeah, that's awesome to hear um and what about you what's your best supporting character okay i had a cop out uh because i couldn't really think of one uh it's hard it's hard to do side characters because especially since like it i watched 95 percent rom-coms this year um, so I'm gonna do the cop out and say anyone besides Aqua and Oshinoko. <laughs> Pretty much. Honestly, I, honestly, please. <laughs> I, I I said this as I finished the show, and it's like, you know what? The sisters fine, those other girl characters that they have in the in the idol group, all of them are fine. I wouldn't mind watching their show just you know, find uh working their way through the entertainment industry and just watch that, it'd be perfectly fine. But fucking Aqua, I hate this guy so much, I don't want to be around him. <laughs> <laughs> and so edgelord yeah edgelord supreme so i'm just like you know what all these other girls are fine and just because they're make they make the show somewhat tolerable i'll give them best supporting character i unironically <laughs> I, I i was like one of the i was in a bad mood when i read this take i saw someone say aqua is better than light from death note i was in such a bad mood the entire day i was like i can't do this anymore <laughs> so it's like it's fucked up after that one um What's it called? Navi, what's your best supporting character? Uh, Mikasa from Attack on Titans. Uh, the way they portrayed her at the end and what she had to do to uh, get to her goal uh, really broke me inside. And it was it was perfect. The way they ended her character was, uh, in my opinion, perfect. Uh, interesting. Okay, so wait, that's the last episode that they recently yes, released for? It's, it's, yeah, okay. it's, it's the, Part three, or whatever it's called. Interesting. Attack on Wait, Titan, I mean, part three, part I, two. Yeah, really. That's the final chapter, part three, part two. Yeah. Dark, would you agree with that? Because I know you're not big on the ending. 
Well, yeah, I'm not big on the ending, but Mikasa does have a lot of growth at the end. But like, for all, Mikasa is not the reason why I think the ending is bad. So I, I, I love the ending. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the complete opposite from. I thought the ending was perfect. For I think the, the ending is the best. Yeah. Like the ending did it a bit better, but I think it still sucked. But that said, I don't think Mikasa is the reason why it was bad in my opinion. I do you... like Mikasa and the way she was handled. Fight, fight, fight. No. <laughs> Uh, for my best supporting character, this is kind of out of nowhere, but I'm gonna go with Sylphia from uh, Mashoka Tensei. Yeah, that's that's I, also a really good choice. I I went with her because in the first season she was always kind of just like the starting character. <laughs> it's kind of like in an RPG where you just have like, oh yeah, okay, you're a starting character, and then you just as soon as possible you remove them for the cool characters. And that's kind of how I felt about Sylphia, and I was like, oh, she has focus in the season. Uh, I don't know about that, but then you actually see her, and she is absolutely incredible they really develop like both her romance for rudius as well as just in in general like she starts to become her own character like in the beginning she was just like this scared little girl and now she actually becomes like this capable strong mage who is genuinely adorable i love her she kind of feels like a dual protagonist to that first half of the second season yeah like she, she was a she was a massive focus for that and you saw her perspective on I a mean, lot of things as well, so I really enjoyed it. Yeah, she's barely a supporting character. I, listen, it was either this or I was going to go with another Bloodlust Saga character. Okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best opening theme. This is basically just like, when you turn on the show, what's the song that greets you? Um, there's a lot of good openings this year. Bench, what's your choice? I have two choices, because I couldn't choose. Uh, so cheater. I'm going to break the rules. Uh, Mushoko Tensei's opening and Zom 100's opening. I think they are both equally amazing. <sighs> Mushoko Tensei. I'll be real Ten- with you. Okay, wait, no, I now I remember. I legitimately just forgot how yeah. it <laughs> Like, with Mushoko Tensei, when I first heard the second season was going to have an opening, I was actually pretty hesitant, but they nailed it. And they, when it needs to happen, it happens. It's also just like a banger song with a just banger opening. Mm-hmm. The so, imagery is very powerful. Yes. I'll give you that. Yes. But I don't know if that would be like my number one choice. Zomon, just literally, gun to the head, would you choose Zom 100 or Mushoku Tensei? Choose right now. Uh, Zom 100 because it's more memorable. Okay. Yeah. Zom 100 has a really fun opening. My problem with Zom 100's opening, though, is that there's just like a midway point where it's just zombies running on screen and it's like, oh, no, okay. No, 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 no. Wolf, you, you didn't see. Uh, the, 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 opening because they i guess they just like couldn't finish it or something but now in the like latest released episode is a complete anime opening and that's the one that i'm choosing because that's just amazing you should listen to it and watch it that's the one episode i didn't watch (laughs) i watched every episode except that one episode yeah the the latest one has the uh before they went on their hiatus yeah it has the complete opening and it's actually like a very good opening with all the visuals matching like opening With all yes. the visuals matching, like, the lyrics, and it's very good. I'd recommend listening to it. You know, is Zom 100 sucks. still not done? It's still not like, done. <laughs> Chris, Christmas. Christmas. Uh, Christmas, oh, the release of the last three episodes. I've been waiting. It is so good. It, 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 Zom 100 is, like, the kind of, like, sad story of this year. Because it's, like, that was probably going to be, like, an anime of the year contender for me. But it just... It, it kept getting hiatuses and screwed up. It's like, man, I wish I was Navi there, where I'm just like, I waited until it was done to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate waiting, man. Fuck. I feel that. Uh, um, wait, what, what? Oh, best opening. Sorry. Uh, Dark, what's your best opening? 
Uh, again, which from Mercury season Mercury. two. It wasn't. I don't know how anyone can dispute this one. Okay, if you listen to it, I think you would agree with me. The, the first opening is amazing. The first so opening. So I, I think they're both amazing. Yeah, I expect this is season two. Or so? Yeah, season two. Because I came out this I'll year. Listen to that real quick. Well, Moon tells me his favorite opening. Uh, it feels like a cop out, but like I think I have to go with the hundred girlfriends opening. It's just a lot. It's chaotic fun. Um, yeah. There was a runner-up I wanted to mention, though. Which one was it? Angel Next Door Spells Me Ron actually had a really fun opening. Um, and I'll, I'll I usually don't the... like rom-com openings, but like 100 yeah. Girlfriends is really good. Yeah, because they, yeah. they make it more comedic. Um, and then I'll touch on this more when we go to visuals and animation and animation studio. Uh but the girl I like forgot her glasses opening just like had no need to go that hard. Uh, at least in terms of the actual animation, the song itself is fine, but for some reason they went so hard with the animation on the opening and uh, forgot her glasses. But I think that was about it. Okay. So I just listened to the witch from Mercury season two opening. Um, it's a little too melodramatic for me. <laughs> I, I can recognize it's a good opening. It's just not my thing. Well, let's see it's from really... 100. You have to go with the show too. That's like that's what they, they can't. Yeah, it's probably like it hits uh, harder. Yeah. I'm listening to 100 Girlfriends right now. I like it. It's decent. Yeah, it's it's very it's, goofy. It's goofy, <laughs> but it matches the show. I love how in the beginning it's just like I love you, I love you. <laughs> it's like goofy as well. Um, wait, okay, have we done? Uh, Navi, what's your favorite opening? It's all she. Uh, I, it was between that or Finland Saga. But yeah, you told Saga. us that before the podcast. I'm bad at Finland Options and Oshi just hits different. I would have gone with Oshi, but then I found a um from Amelie uh English cover of the opening for Oshinoko, and I'm start and I'm listening to that more than the original. So that what's made it bump mummy uh, maybe bump it down because I just like her cover actually more than the original. It's unfair. Amelie's covers are always like mostly better. She's really yeah. good at singing. Um, for me, best opening. I mean, Navi said it's Vinland Saga. I, wow, look at that Vinland Saga again. Uh, it's specifically the second opening for season two, Paradox, where they brought back the guys who did the original opening, and oh my god, it is fucking beautiful. It has some screaming. It has that uh, like. Listen, okay, the way I said melodramatic. For which from Mercury, this one's like melodramatic in a good way. <laughs> Very like hard hitting for the moments that follow that season, like that second half of that season. And I think just I, I never skipped it once. And like I am an anime opening skipper. If I don't like it, I'll skip it. But like this oh, one, yeah. not not no chance. <laughs> I'll also say Mashal was probably also pretty up there. That one was uh, super uh, close. I I didn't like Mashal as much. Oh what? Oh, I thought the opening was awesome. I mean, I think it, I will I say, think it was, I think it was goofy. That's what I thought. Yeah, I mean, fair. It's a very goofy Let me show. No, I, I get what you mean. It's very I, like uh, lighthearted. No, no, and, uh, it, it it was, it was it was good. It was just it just wasn't great. Fair enough. Um, I will say, Mashal did win. Sorry, go ahead, Ben. Win. I was just gonna say also another like runner up. I'd probably say the girlfriend, girlfriend season two opening. I don't know why, but it's it's addicting. I don't know why. <laughs> um, 
I will say Mashal did win my favorite ending theme, which is our next category, just the song at the end. Um, Cho Cream Funk, <laughs> as it's called, where it's literally just a song about like cream puffs, and it just matches the energy of the yeah, show in a really perfect way. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're right. Go ahead. I didn't think I, I didn't I didn't like it. I, I, was oh, going, what? I, was, I was I was listening to all the closings, and I was like, ah, I listened to like five minutes. Ah, I'm like, I'm good. But, oh, but actually, on. you're right on that. It it does match the show. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like it matches yeah, yeah. the show. It adds this level of like, I mean, just like cream puffs are a major part of the show in a way. It's, it's like almost like a protagonist set of itself is the cream puff, and I just think that the ending absolutely nails like the vibe of what they're going for with that show. Um, Bench, what's your favorite ending thing? My favorite ending is Freeran's ending, and I just think it's just. Good. It's hard to put into words what it just, like, felt like watching that the first time. And it's very rare. I even, like, watch an ending because, like, sometimes I just, like, turn off the show after it's, like, done. That's what yeah. you do most of the time. But this ending is ending that I'll not only watch once, but I may, like, fast-forward it back because I want to watch it again. Because it just, it just hits so hard. I I skip endings way more often than openings. I am an ending oh, yeah. hater. So if an ending is good, that means it's really good. Yeah. Uh, Dark, do you have a favorite ending? I also really don't care about endings. Like when the ending pops up, I just hop off the show most of the time. But I did like Bleach's ending, so I'll give it that. That one is so fucking cool. <laughs> it like, is so good. Being honest, I don't really care, so I don't know if you can count Bleach, but yeah, it's I like that one. I, I mean, yeah, I think this is like a category where it's just like almost feels. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess that one's my favorite. But, like, I mean, like, Mashal was just so unique. That's why I gave it to that one. I very much yeah. value uniqueness in any It's like, I'm still very mid on the show in general, but I do really like the opening and ending that they did for Mashal. Um, what opening are you high on? <laughs> Damn it. I am so bad at transitions. What ending are you high on? <laughs> you know, thinking about it, like, I originally did write down 100 Girlfriends, but then I thought about, I think I actually like the girlfriend-girlfriend ending too. That something about that is just not only the song, but just the setup of what they actually do in the ending is just a lot of fun. It's and it's such a hard cut whenever an episode ends. I'm like, oh, it's like, oh, we're doing the ending now. Okay, well, this is fine. <laughs> I like this. Uh, there was one other one that I kind of liked this year. What was the other ending? Um, well, while you think of that, oh wait, I already. Oh, Navi, uh, what's your favorite ending? It is Revengers. Tokyo Tokyo Revengers. Oh, uh, Tokyo. I keep forgetting that came out this year. <laughs> yeah, season three came that's out. That's such a that's that's such a funny show because it's just like fourteen year olds on bikes, right? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's it's actually based on the the Arthur's life because he was in the in the bike gang when he was little. So um when he was a teenager. So that that's why that's why they're like that, but they they act like they're twenty and they're they're fighting with knives and guns. And I'm just like, this would this would never happen in real life. But it's it's fun. It's like JoJo. How you, these JoJo characters would never act like that in real life. I heard it's like JoJo, but the problem is that it's not nearly as self aware as JoJo. That's kind of what I hear. Yeah, yeah, it takes itself very seriously. It's yeah. it's all right. It's a it's a it's all right. It's it's not the best uh, time. Time uh, traveling anime, but it's it's decent. 
Wait, that's just a Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, wait, hang on. You just hit me with the fucking twist with it. What a whiplash I got from that. It's a time travel anime. You didn't know that? Yeah, it's a time travel anime. Have you watched a race? Yes. It's very similar to a race, but imagine. Why did I think this was like. Just like a game. No, no, no. Yeah, it's time travel. It has a little twist. And then yeah, every time he goes first, back like, in time, every time he goes, every time he goes back in time, he goes back to uh, when he goes back, he has to figure out what happened, and then he has to go back in time again because he has to fix things, and he's trying to create this good future. Yeah, but it's going and it's 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 like this weak, weak kid, and he's trying to become the leader of this gang so he can save everyone. It's it's really good. It, it's it's not very good. It's it's good. Season. And it's like, wait, actually, like... <laughs> I heard that the ending wasn't. They pulled out Attack on Titan with the ending. I, yeah, I, I know heard. the ending frame is so. I saw the ending frame and holy shit, it is so funny. <laughs> the necks are also so long in that show. Yeah, that was a weird thing I always noticed. It was just like long ass, giraffe ass necks. <laughs> One piece looking at uh, Moving on best score so outside of opening and ending this is actually like the music within the show itself i'm just gonna go right off the bat it's bleach uh no contest because bleach ost is just unfairly good obviously there are other good scores this year but bleach is just like to me like heads and shoulders above all these other shows in terms of its ost uh i think it was the guy who did evangelion who did the ost for bleach and it shows i mean I think they did the tre- they did the treachery remix this season, and oh my god, treachery! If you've ne- like, even if you'll never watch Bleach, just listen to treachery. That song just does something. I heard it before. It's it's been around everywhere. Well, no, it's the um, but the remix was this season, I think. Not true. Yeah. Most T of the year is that is actually free. Yeah, did I did I call on you, Finch? Do you want to pipe down for you a did. second? I didn't call on you. Okay, because of that, you're going uh, next in line. Uh, Dark, what's your best OST of the year? It's 100% Bleach. That's, okay. I was lucky. Yes. That's why you're my boy. That's why you're my boy. Uh, Bench, now you can go. Uh, Freerun, I think... I don't think you get a lot of anime with actual instrumental opening, like OST. Which I think when it happens, it does definitely <laughs> pull instrumental. Yeah, I, like... I, I know what Every... you mean. Like, like uh, uh, what's called? An actual orchestra. Tokyo Ghoul. Something like Tokyo yeah. Ghoul's opening, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, no, like, you like you have an anime with, like, a lot of, like, music now is made with, like, computers and, like, them imitating the noise. And I think Freerun is definitely not that. That is actual, like, live orchestrations, and it helps it stand out. On top of just, like, being a very just fantasy-ass OST in the best way possible, it has like it brings the feelings out it's a big lord of the rings vibes from the whole like ost and i just need to be able to buy this somewhere because it's just so good no that one's definitely up there for me i, re- I was a big fan of the free run ost as well but again I- any year that bleach comes out it's just kind of unfair for me <laughs> so the next the next two years uh yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like how like AOT always won Anime of the Year at the Crunchyroll Awards. It's like expect that for Bleach with me and Best OST. <laughs> uh, man, what's your score of the year? Uh, from what I've actually listened to a free run, because I think I'm only like five or six episodes in, I could go with that. Oh, yeah. Um, 
because what I did listen to the few scenes that I actually did paint it. My problem is we'll get to this on a lot of other topics, but I just do not notice OSTs most of the time. Uh, but yeah, I'll either go with Free Ren or the Yoshinoko because they actually have performances in that, so I'm actually paying attention to the OC during that OCD during that time. Uh, so let's see between those two. Interesting. Navi, what's your OST of the year? It's a uh, Demon Slayer. The... Oh, really? <laughs> I feel like I don't hear anyone talk about the OST. Is it that good? It, it's well, I listened like before this. I, I went ahead and listened to all the OSTs in like three times speed. And Demon Slayer, it 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 just felt like it. It was really connecting with the show, and it 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 made it it made it more enjoyable for me. Yeah, the few scenes that I do remember right, Demon Slayer speed. had really good OST. Yeah, I think I think all, the Entertainment District arc had a better OST, but this arc was definitely still really good. You've all watched Demon Slayer except me? <laughs> I haven't watched the oh, you haven't? season. I, I only watched no. up to it's, Entertainment it's, District. I watched, it's, when it first came out, I watched it. Of it. I'm like, you affordable killed if the art style. I do not care about this series. <laughs> it's 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 a good show, man. If you want to watch a show, then watch Demon Slayer. That's all. Don't don't expect more. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's everything in the best score. Um. Here's a bit of a fun category. Most anticipated. Uh. Basically, what anime is coming out in 2024 that you're like, oh, I just need this right now, in my veins. Uh. That's what what's your most anticipated. Uh. I'd say it's the One Piece Egghead arc that's starting this January man. 7th of next year. Come on. I think. I mean, starting with One Piece. I started back in 2020, and it was still in the Wano arc, and that just ended. So getting a new arc is definitely exciting, and as a manga reader, knowing what's coming in Egghead, and the quality bar they've set for Toei has set for themselves, this has me super excited for the Egghead arc. But if we're talking about like actual anime, I'd probably say solo leveling, or Mushoku Sensei Core 2. I, I know what or you just, mean, but it is... It is funny just saying, if we're talking about, like, real anime. <laughs> yeah. Damn, One Piece catching strays there. Um, Dark, what about you? What's your most anticipated? Go anime? Ooh. Uh, wait, oh? Wait, wait, what? I guess we can just cut this part out. Is everything good? Yeah, no one's gone, no one came in. <laughs> that was correct, that left and entered. Oh shit! Uh, is it still recording? Oh, he—it it, it said reconnected. Okay. okay, reconnected. We should be fine. Yeah, All right, let's just cut back. this out. Uh, cut this out, Moon. Um, okay, yeah. three, two. What's your most anticipated? Yeah, so I have one that's like quote-unquote anime that I'm considering anime. Those like, I don't know if you can consider it that, and then an actual one. So my my actual anime take would probably be Bleach, just because I've, I'm a big fan of the series. But if uh, not. And the other one, it's definitely Castlevania Nocturne season two. They did a counts. fantastic job. Does it? Yeah, I, I yeah. Okay, who cares? <laughs> Anime means anything. It's a uh, best yeah. indie game. <laughs> so how you interpret uh, it? Yeah, that's how you. We watched Far Cry yet? Far Cry's out. No, the anime, the what's oh, called? Oh, Blood Dragon, Blood uh, Dragon. That's Blood Dragon. Like, Blood oh, I've seen an I episode of it. I'm like, what the hell is this? It gets, it gets better. It gets a with, lot better. With how I saw well, how dude, they treated dude, the, my boy Rayman. The, the, the great, the Rayman's the best character. He has the best character development 
And that's not. Uh, it's, it's so good. They made him so edgy, and I love it. I, I don't know how I'll I take your word for it. God, Edge Lords be taking everything I love. I swear to God. <laughs> Moon, what's your most anticipated anime? It's got a. Oh, it can't be anything other than what was recently announced with the new series of Bunny Girl Senpai. Uh, but I'm looking through the list again because who knows if that even comes out in 2024. So I'm trying to find something else to mention. Um, we don't even know if Konosuba's coming out next year, too. Fuck. Uh, no, we do. They said it's next year. 2024? Fine. Since that actually has a 2024 date, I'll say Konosuba Season 3. Also, I want to change my OST to Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. That's a no, great one. Interesting. Dude, it's so... It, it surprised me because it it was so anime-like, and I was like, what the fuck? So I, I looked through the credits, and they actually hired people from the anime yeah. industry. To it's an actual this. anime studio. Yeah. Uh, Navi, what's your uh, OST of the year? Uh, OST... Oh, was... Most anticipated. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> My brain uh, is Most like anticipated is uh, Bunny Girl Senpai, but... If I were to pick an anime that no comes out next year, it might be uh, what's it called Blue Demon, uh, the Blue Blue Exorcist. Blue Exorcist. Yeah, I, I've That's been waiting another for season? like. Yeah, I've been waiting like oh, I don't know when was the last time twenty sixteen something like that. I've been waiting a few years for the new season to come out. I haven't rewatched it, so it might be trash. Uh, I I might have to rewatch it to make sure it's not. But uh, that's what I'm waiting for. I heard it was kind of like a, a good shonen, but not one that you would like write home about. That's kind of what I, I hear. But I, 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 really, I really liked it, but I watched it when it first came out, which was like 2013, 2014. So, um, and then season two came out like a few years later, and I liked that. But uh, I, I have changed a lot in the anime taste. So I, I'm going to have to rewatch and see if I, I still like it. Okay, that's exciting. Um, my most anticipated, so uh, like what you guys said earlier, Konosuba, Bleach, um, I'm also extremely excited for Mashal, but my actual most anticipated is the Ginpachi Sensei anime, which is, um, the Gintama spinoff series, and, you know, Gin- Wait, Gintama's... Again, I think. No, Craig didn't leave. That was dark. Yeah, I did, sorry. Uh, technical difficulties, y'all, but we're good. Um, uh, but Ginpachi Sensei, uh, that's easily my most anticipated right now because it is a spinoff of Gintama. You know, Gintama yeah. recently ended and now they're going ahead and they're adapting the light novels, which are basically just like, if you were, I don't know, Navi, Bench, you guys uh, met Genpachi Sensei, kind of yes. those little, yes, those little so shorts. Yeah. At the beginning yeah, there's of again the episode. The, yep, and they're doing a little, the whole anime about it and I'm extremely excited about it because those shorts funny. are always part. Wow. And Sunrise. Gintama's so good. Sunrise, my favorite anime best performance is our next category basically the best like voice acting performance whether it's dub or sub you know whatever uh floats your boat there and also male or female we combine them into one category uh, i'm just gonna oh, go did? immediately oh well you can do both it's fine if you do both um but i'm just gonna go right off the bat it's uh for me it's norfin uh yuto uamara no. uh, you, well, you, you watch the sub right yeah, I watched the sub. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you were going yeah, to yeah. say the dub. Was, uh... No, no, no. I, it was a fine dub. But uh, I think Yuto Amara... Uh, Yuto... I, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing it, but I think he absolutely nails Thorfinn's character, especially 
how he is from the beginning of the season to the end of the season, he transitions so well. I, I also picked him as my favorite one. Uh, oh, fuck he yeah. just pre- he just portrayed um, depression in just the right way, and it really shows exactly. how he grew as a character. He starts off as so broken, and then by the yeah. end, you see him as this new man, and you're just you're proud of him in a way. And yeah. I think he nails it from a performance standpoint. Uh, ben, who's your favorite performance? I'd say it's a duo, but it's like just the both the voice actors that voice. Rudy and his former self. His former self is voiced by, voiced by Tomu Kazu Sigata, and his like reborn Rudy is voiced by Yumi Uchiyama. I mean, just that like duo of voice actors really just nails the character. And they they they, they are another reason why the depression felt so real this season. Uh, what about you, Moon Knight? All right, so I got to. I had to go. I really had to think about this because it's really hard to point out um, for me. But one thing I did notice while watching a certain show was just per, the performance of making certain just noises, if that makes any sense. And the girl who played the lead in uh, the girl I like forgot her glasses. Some of the sounds she makes of just surprised or confused or anything like it was just so different than so many other performances and it's like it just really made it really stand out and i'm like i just had to give kudos to her and i dreaded anyone who had to dub that because they i just don't think anyone would be able to match it it's just so unique um i'm just gonna call out her name right now masahiro ito um oh that's kaide no never mind, never mind. I, uh shion wakayama was her was her name uh but it's really hard to describe it without just point without putting out some clips, but just the way she not only talks, but just certain and anyone who does any kind of acting will know this, but making expressive noises for certain emotions that one out is very hard to do and then make them unique and stand out is even harder. And she just absolutely nailed that. So I'll have to give it to her. Doc, who's your favorite performance? Like um, like endings. The performance is not something I pay attention to unless it's something like extreme. So I'm just gonna go with Johnny Young Bosch as Ichigo, who's like an incredibly talented voice actor My who's in boy. So, so much I type of shit. Him. But like, if you want an example of like something extreme which he does pull off, if you know like the white Ichigo noises, that was all him doing. Yes. That. So I think he does. Even though like white so... Ichigo hasn't been in the mix for like forever, and like he ain't coming back anytime soon. But um. I'm giving it to him. No, Johnny Young Bosch. I mean, like, n- enough said. Like, that dude is very fucking good as Ichigo. Um, and then, Navi, you already said it. Yours is Dorf. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, next one is going to be a goofy category. Favorite non-2023 anime. Basically, just, like, something on your backlog of shows. Like, what's the show that you watched this year for the first time that you've had a lot of fun with? Like, just your favorite that didn't come out this year. Um, Bench, I'm going to start with you. Uh, I honestly like. There's other stuff that I would have put here, but then I remembered I watched Code Geass in January, so I kind of have to put Code Geass as my favorite anime that's not 2023. As it skyrocketed and is in my top three of all time. Just the story in that anime, just the inner politics intertwining, is like you can't get better than that. And like, I still have shock when a certain moment happened in that show in season one. I think Dark, you know what I'm talking about. That was just like wild 
Dorothy. I just like that show is just so damn wild. Cool. Dark knows what I'm talking about. Dark ain't listening. He's sleeping. I am. Uh, I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> but, but barely. Um, no, I, I I get what you mean. It's just that uh, because uh, I had a lot of shows. It's like oh yeah, I did watch this year. For me. I remembered that I technically was still watching Gintama at the beginning of this year. And that is literally my favorite anime. I didn't start it this year, though. So if you, I can go with a different answer, so if cheater. that feels like cheating. Goes on the no, I, think it's, I think it's fine. It's, it's a long ass anime. Uh, it was like 12 episodes, maybe. This I, is like a... I, watch, I watched the majority of it this year. I yeah, you're fine. Okay. Because that, that's literally my favorite anime of all time. So <laughs> very easy choice for me. Uh, Doug, what about you? Uh, I'm probably gonna have to go with Kogios, yeah. But I watched it towards the very tail end of last year, so I'm counting it. That... Did you watch the majority of it this year? I don't think you watched, watched any of it this second... year. Yeah, it was like the very tail end yeah, of last year. <laughs> yeah, you know, that doesn't it. count. We'll go back to you. I'll go back to you. That's cheating. Rude, <laughs> uh, how about you? So Davi's mentioning it in chat with Steinsgate, and Steinsgate's definitely a worthy contender for something I watched this year that was like really good. But if you listen to any of the past episodes of this show, you would know what show I went on an emotional roller coaster with with love flops. <laughs> this fucking. So I have to go with that. Any show that makes me like question my sanity, I have to give credit to. Oh my god! Don't tell me you don't look trashy. Up. There's no way. This looks trashy. It, that's oh, the he looked thing. it up. It's oh, star yeah, it looks trashy. That's how they get you. <laughs> if Nani would have came out and said he knew the show, I would have lost my mind. <laughs> no, I this knew the a, show. This is a moon because, show. Like, I knew the show because Gigak mentioned it in a stream, like, and the anime watch list thing, and I was like, oh, this looks like trash. <laughs> Yeah, that's but how they get you in the first six episodes, and then it does a complete heel turn. Good, I swear. <laughs> Navi, what about you? What's your favorite non-2023 anime? Uh, the only anime I gave a 10 out of 10, uh, Carol and Tuesday, from the same creators of Cowboy Bebop and, and uh, what's what's it called? Shampoo? No, not Shampoo. Is it Shampoo? Yeah, yeah right, Shampoo. Shampoo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Carol on Tuesday. Uh, What's an yeah, it's, it? Yeah, it, yeah, it's about uh two girls who, uh, one rich girl and one poor girl, and one the rich girl runs away to follow her dream to to do music, and she finds this poor girl playing outside in the street. She joins them, and they go on their adventure to become become famous and become singers. And it's such a it's it's a great little story. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm a big. I, I enjoyed Cowboy Bebop. I didn't finish it, but I really enjoyed what I watched of it. I watched that this year. It was good. It, this one is very different from his other works. Like his previous uh, works, uh, I would say like each episode is pretty much secluded from from other episodes. While they might have little connections, they never the story never overlaps with another episode. Um, this one uh, is just each episode's overlapping. You have to watch each episode to even understand what's happening. Hmm. Interesting. Um, Dark, did you find one? 
You cheater. I remember what I was watching. Um, so I got two picks because I can't pick between them. So Monogatari. I didn't finish it because the show is it's a lot. If if you watch it, you know what I'm talking about. I heard I heard it, a lot of good things about it. It's incredible. This is an incredible series. Yeah. It's very similar to Bunny Girl Sampai, but it deals with much heavier topics. And there's a lot to it. I got around like I'm close wait. to halfway done with it. Mo- wait, are you you Monogatari? Yeah. There's oh, like okay, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's another anime that came out this year. I was thinking of that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monogatari is amazing. I, I like it yeah, too. It's incredible. I reached, I reached season five, I think. I'm season five. Which is very weird. Weird order, but. I had to take a break because it was getting to the point where it was like, it's a lot. But um, the toothbrush scene as hype as people make it out to me. I don't, I don't know why people hype up that scene. It was fucking weird. But <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Oh, thank you. And I'm always yeah. like looking at clips as people are like, yo, it's crazy. And I'm like, this, this the show is crazy. And it does have moments <laughs> like that. The show also like, it does this thing where it talks to you. Like the world itself will talk to you. And it's like, they don't draw any attention to it. It just happens. It's like the coolest shit. But my other pick like, would be uh, *How's Moving Castle*, which is something I watched this year, which was my first Ghibli film, and it was incredible. There's hype. I understand the hype around the fucking wait, the Ghibli wait, films. Ghibli? Yeah. yeah, it's Ghibli. I thought it was Ghibli. Yeah. Ghibli. Oh. It's Ghibli. It's Ghibli. No, yeah, I'm gonna. Ghibli. I'm gonna I always keep heard Ghibli. On it, Ghibli. I'm in a bad Ghibli. mood now. I swear, I thought it was Ghibli. I always. Yeah, heard I need Ghibli. to watch. I need to watch a studio from Ghibli. Same. House Moving Maybe. Castle was really fucking good. I don't know if I really have any interest in any of them. <laughs> They're probably good. That's what I thought at first. And then, like, someone brought me on. Oh, all of them are good. It. it was incredible. Yeah, they're amazing. Princess Monoke is the one I always recommend because it's a great one to start with. But you can you can watch any of them and you you have a good time. Interesting, interesting. All right, since I'm getting wrecked well, over the calls about love flops, I'm going to throw out another one. Um, it's okay, Mood. We, we're not judging you. Yes, you are. <laughs> uh, so, also th- so I also put out um, Chivalry of a Failed Night. was also really good this year. That I wait, watched. wait, hold up. Hold up. You, I asked you so, about the show. He's like, oh, yeah, it's just okay. And now you think it's really good? Yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed it. it I asked you about you, it last, like, the first you, episode. You, you said, oh, it's just okay. No, you got to understand, when Moon says something is good, it's one of his favorite anime. <laughs> I'm a bamboozled. It did a lot of good stuff that uh, is so different than what others do, so I always give got to give props for that. I do want to know, because this news did come out recently, that uh, in the manga in Japan, because they're having translation issues for some reason, it is concluding. So it, it does have a full beginning and end, and there's well, going to be fan translation soon. Yeah, the downside to chivalry is it does have a very weak middle section. Like it starts off really good, drops off, and then it kind of picks up near the end. And I'm just so that's why I didn't well, think of it right away. I watched I this. I, I I don't I I completely forgot about this, but I I watched this when it first came out. You were drunk or high or both. No. <laughs> this this was a, like an anime like that I watched, and I was like, okay, that was that was good, yeah. and I forget. It's a it's a really fine show, but I, it's it's more like I like the parts of it more than the part than the whole thing. That opening kind of goes meth like on hard for no it reason. It does, <laughs> yeah. The opening is also actually really good too. I will say, um, I did watch since I kind of cheated with Katama. I will also say I watched Comey Can't Communicate this year. I fucking love that show, so that probably my other choice. Moving on. Kings. Oh my god, ranking of kings. That's unfair. I, I like Comey, but like barely. <laughs> 
Also, say I, I do Gate. love Breaking. Let's just go with Steins Gate. I didn't watch it. There you go. <laughs> Next is uh the weeb category, best girl. Someone forced me to put this in. <laughs> Basically, just your favorite female character from a show. It doesn't even have to be like a oh man, such a babe or anything. Just your favorite. <laughs> um, man, what's your favorite uh, best girl? Since you uh, to avoid going with any of the hundred girlfriends characters, uh, especially because once I talk about other categories, uh, it wasn't. It's funny that like the five that we get in the anime doesn't compare a lot to the rest of them. But so I picked someone else. I actually forgot the show came out this year. That's why I didn't think of it. But the main girl from a galaxy next door, her name's Shiori, and what I've been saying this a lot now, but she is such. Like, when you find out her setup for the character for the show, you're like, oh, it's going to fall into these, like, stereotypes and cliches and whatnot. She doesn't do a lot of those, which was like a breath of fresh air. Uh, so I got to give props for her just being different than what you would expect from the setup of the show. And without going into spoilers. But yeah, I'll go with Shiori from A Galaxy Next Door. Interesting. Yeah, you talked a lot about their show. I was interested in checking that one out. Um, uh, Bench, who's your best girl? Uh, purely on like just character and stuff, I'd say Freerun. I think she is just extremely oh, yeah, she's well awesome. written. She's extremely well written. She's ruthless. She's like some of the stuff that happened in the last few episodes just shows that like she's just really ruthless. Like the way she like treated demons and stuff compared to like everyone else because she knows how that kind of like shit goes down and just like her character growth from female's death and like the almost 30 years since then is very apparent That's crazy bro it's just talking about the whole show <laughs> so i mean i'm gonna talk about it more so i can i guess i can just save it for now spoiled it yeah. best uh oh wait um dark no 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 I, i'm sorry i'm <laughs> no i forgot how like i forgot not existed too okay i'm it's just gonna be mercury don't be Mercury. Yeah, it's fucking Cecilia from <laughs> Witcher Mercury. Like, Cecilia, yeah. if you watch the show, she is the most, like, smug-ass fucking character. And, like, she only appears, I think, for, like, a total of ten minutes in the entire series. And she's fucking incredible. It's if amazing. Show, if season two didn't come out this year, Dark would have been screwed for these awards, guys. I want you to know. <laughs> you were like, ah, uh, yeah, Bleach, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> No, Cecilia, if you just look at the image, she's just a smug-ass character. She she does drive the plot forward towards the second half of season two. So she does have um, some importance besides just being like a random side character. But man, she's... A lot of people who watch the show agree with me. Navi, who's your best girl? Uh, I'm going to go basic again, Mikasa. Like I, I already said, they ended her story so perfectly. And the way they did her objective within the last was amazing so gotta be because yeah so in a similar fashion this character appeared quite literally on screen for like i'd say like five minutes if even uh probably said like one or two lines she's my girl i gotta give it to yoroichi from bleach <laughs> like listen she barely does anything at all which which one she which one she's she the cat she's the black haired oh okay okay black hair no, no, purple. Oh, purple hair, same thing. She has purple hair. Yeah, what you like about her, huh? <laughs> I think she's cool. <laughs> no, 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 it's not like that. It's sort of God, it's not like that. No, I, will I actually say, think she's a genuinely, you... really interesting character. I think her backstory is actually 
really fascinating the whole idea of like her descending from a long clan and like being pretty much on the same level as a captain but like kind of doing her own thing and i love her relationship with all the characters just her smug attitude Loving you I, I love love bro. In, in the in next the... season oh, she's like my top three characters in bleach wolf uh i hope <laughs> everyone knows that he wolf was against this category and now he just no what turned. dude i'm not being horny what's gonna happen a spiritual horn- awakening he the horniest one season. i already i know what happens yeah wolf takes the horniest one out of all of us how is she horny and the fact that you guys immediately <laughs> oh, are saying she's horny that's fucked up that is fucked up she has a character. how is how is she horny how is she horny no. Y'all, it's not because it's horny. There's zero horniness yeah, involved I, I in this pick. She's cool. Come on. Yeah, she is. If you want to do this pick be... next season, it is a different story. Well, she can be cool and horny. A well-written character and horny. Oh, yeah, no, that's facts, though. But, like, I picked her because she's a well-written character. <laughs> no one's going to believe me. I just want to know that when you, go- <laughs> when you Google Yorichi on Google, the first question comes up with, why does Yorichi turn into a cat? No white man. Spoilers. <laughs> I don't know how to tell you that. Uh, best boy. Uh, I'm just gonna unmute it. It's it's Thorfinn for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I've already talked more than enough about Thorfinn and his character. So yeah, but he's best boy. Um, bench best boy. Uh, yeah, it's Rudy again. I guess I talked about him as well, so we can move on. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dark. What about you, best boy? It's gonna be Ichigo for me. That's my guy. That's my fucking guy. <laughs> I think each would be boy. like the, the best place for me next year too. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. It was just like this category is just like yeah, we, we already know. <laughs> um, Navi, what's your best boy? It's Aqua. No, I'm kidding. Uh, okay, I, uh, I would have actually just kicked you out. <laughs> it is uh, what's his name? Uh, it's the Demon Slayer character. Uh, Tanjiro. Tanjiro. Uh, I don't know oh. his name. Ta- is it, is it Ta- the the new guy, the one with the blue eyes. What? How do you pronounce his name? Mochirio. Oh, the, I know the sna- the snake guy. He, no, 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 not the snake guy. The, the the guy who was in the main character. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the mist, the mist guy, the mist. Guy. Yeah, the mist guy. Yeah. I don't know his name. Best boy, but yeah, I don't great. know his name. I I I, I know his name. I just don't pronounce it. Uh, Tokito? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, but he had get, he had great get character development. Throughout oh yeah, the, for sure. For the, sure. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, that's my guy. <laughs> um, and uh, Moon, who's your best boy? I I have to give it with for Rentaro. The man's the biggest chat out there. I mean, listen, I respect it. You you were saying like yeah. it's a trashy pick, but like on unironically, the dude's a chat. <laughs> yeah. Like we thought we had like the biggest chat in rom coms with, um. Tadano from Comey? No. He oh, he runs laps guy. around Tadano. Okay, okay, let's calm down. Especially man. in the manga. Like once you once you see what he does. Yeah, let's calm Kazuya was the best. Kazuya Mishima? <laughs> or like the one from Rinse <laughs> Girlfriend. <laughs> no, that's the biggest <laughs> hey, That's the ironic twist. Rinse <laughs> Girlfriend's uh, good. Best good animation. <laughs> yes. Hate you guys. Uh, the next category is best animation studio. Basically, just like recognizing the work of the animators. 
Um, MAPPA's banned from this category because they're fucking horrific. <laughs> the, the work practices there are god-awful, so... Uh, ben, choose your... Pretty sure that's uh, every studio. Oh, yeah, but, like, MAPPA's way worse than the others. Like, it's... MAPPA's public like, about it, so we can, we can shame them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how it works. Now, it's a major issue throughout Japan, but, like, MAPPA yeah. is egregiously bad, like, in comparison, even then. Uh, but Ben, choose your favorite animation studio. Uh, I'd give year. it to I'd give it to Madhouse. I think they're definitely a studio that's kind of been quietly working and with free run. They really got a big hit after a while, and just like the the it just continues to like amaze me with the animation, the fluidity, and just like the watercolors. Just it can't get better than that. I, I mean, and I you have am. to also take into account like the animation of like the opening and the ending, especially. It's just it's all very good. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in on that. I Madhouse is also my pick. I think Madhouse is a studio that was basically like these heavy hitters around the 2000s because you know they were the guys who did like Death Note, Black Lagoon, and all that. Uh, yeah, that. And then from there, like you know, they were like these overpowered beasts. But then they kind of like went quiet for a while. And a lot of the people who left Madhouse went to be in Mappa. And it's funny because Ma like they left Madhouse because of the overworking and the horrible conditions. But then Mappa, we know what happens there. But now apparently with Madhouse, with how free run is, obviously like no work culture in Japan is every perfect. But from what I heard, it's a lot better at Madhouse yeah. in comparison to a lot of other studios. So I just want to give it to that just just for that. Also, also they did yeah, one like punch season one. <laughs> so also yeah. like like twenty eight consecutive episodes is pretty nuts. Yeah, exactly. And if yeah, it's my like favorite quality bar. Uh, no, my favorite, my favorite show from them is uh, Attack on Titan. Uh, not Attack on Titan. Uh, Hunter X Hunter. You won't talk. Uh, okay. Yeah. Wham wham, Ben. Shut up. <laughs> Moving on. Moon, who's your favorite animation studio? Uh, I'll get more into this when we go to uh, the best visuals animation category, but I'll just go with the studio that did uh, the the girl I like forgot her glasses and. They came out of nowhere. Yes. I just looked at their lineup, and they haven't done too many shows, but they went unnecessarily hard on this show for whatever reason. And like I said, I'll go into it on the next category. Yeah, no, yeah the animation looked beautiful from what I've seen. Uh, what's his name? Dark. Sorry. <laughs> Dark. What's his name? <laughs> Damn. My bad. My bad. My bad. Uh, what's your best animation studio? Alright, so normally it'll be Ufotable, but since they were against it, since they didn't really put anything out that I watched this year, I'll give it to Studio yeah. Sunrise because of Witcher for Mercury. They, they did a really good they, job with the. They're so good. They did Gintama. I love that studio. Sunrise they did, fantastic. Sunrise go. They did a great job. Moving on. Oh, wait, not moving on. My, wait, no. No, we did all ours. Okay, never mind. Ufotable oh, is mine. Oh, yeah, sorry, Navi. I'm sorry, because like you said, sorry, I'm stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, no yeah, Ufotable for you? Yeah, Demon Slayer is still looks great. Yeah, if, if I watched Demon Slayer this year, I probably would have also said them. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Best visuals and animation. This kind of goes like with the best animation studio, but like kind of this is more so like what how does the show look how does it move how does it feel i guess how does it smell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, vision smell. uh bench what's the best visuals animation for you it came out in the west this year so i'm counting it but it's susan a recently watched that absolutely gorgeous movie 
Well, I have some kind of, it's like a solid 8 out of 10 movie, but it's like the best looking anime I've ever watched. That's for sure. Suzume was really pretty. Uh, Oh my god, I am forgetting everyone's name. Dark! (laughs) (laughs) It's always him. That's crazy. I'm I'm, I'm fucked up. That's crazy. (laughs) What is your favorite uh, visuals and animations of this year? They have to be the sunrise again. They went hard for no reason, but I'm glad that they did. 2D mechs. That's a big thing. Fucking 2D anything, bro. Yeah, like the fights and the special effects on when they do all their like special moves and whatnot are just crazy in that show. Moon, what about you? Uh, So, like I said, it's with Go Hands and what they did with a girl I like forgot her glasses. That the animation on the girl's hair is one thing, and then if you even just watch the opening with all the flower petals and everything, it's just like, why did they go this hard? On the like, like the story itself is fine, but the animation is like so top tier. I don't know why they went this hard, and just it's just like a stunning visual thing to just watch. There are some weird parts where they use three D animation but still keep the characters two D, and when it's like a tracking shot, it's kind of awkward. But when they don't do that, it's really pretty, and I, it's I can't explain it. <laughs> Did we lose everyone? Yeah, I, I was just. I'm sorry. Did we lose Wolf? Uh, the oh, Wolf yeah. fell off. Sorry, my mic was muted. Uh. <laughs> Nami, what's your uh, best visuals animation? Uh, it's it's gonna be Demon Slayer, but uh, I would say Asterisk. Uh, I'm only on season one, but I'm pretty sure the animation and the way it looks keeps on getting better. Uh, Mercury Witch. Uh, it is one of the best-looking Gundams with the best animation. Everything moves so fast, and it's, it looks amazing. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. Uh, I'm going to go with a weird pick. <laughs> but I don't know. This is the show that I genuinely just... I, I didn't want to just go Vinland's hiring guns. So I wanted to do something different. Um, I, got, I went with the dangers in my heart. Uh, I think Moon watched this one, right? Yeah, I did. I love the animation in this show. I it think it's nice, just but nothing about it was like standout. At least I don't think. I don't. I, I mean, it's just like that's the thing. I don't. I'm not the biggest animation guy. I don't. Or like, I I don't think about animation as much. Kind of like how dark is with like the endings or um, voice performances. That's me with animation. But like, I I don't know. Like, there were certain scenes that I feel like were just really strong. Just still shots, and I think those are kind of some of my favorite moments in any anime. Just like a really nice still shot they could. Put as a desktop background, basically. It looks pretty. It's very pretty. Because yeah, yeah, because that's also the thing with uh, girl I like forgot her glasses is it's the lighting and just it just feels so different compared to a lot of the other, at least comparing them to other rom coms where they do kind of all look very similar. And then you do every once in a while get one that does something just a little bit different for the standout. Maybe Dangerous, I can't remember, because that was like one of the first things I watched this year, so it's been like 11 months since I watched it. Yeah, uh, it's but... one of those things that kind of left your brain, probably, but like it, I love that show, watching it week to week. Yeah, So, that, but I don't know, just something about the... I always go back to the hair and the flower petals that are always in this uh, The Girl I Like Forgot Her Glasses. I don't know, and the lighting. There are certain shots especially when they're at sunset there's a lot of sunset in this show and it just looks always really pretty oh yeah 
moving on. Uh, we're going into the big categories now. We got the best new anime, the best returning series, and then anime of the year. Let's start with best new anime. Basically, brand new show, uh, season one at the very, like, season one anime, basically. Nothing like, uh, oh, man, One Piece. <laughs> one Piece. But yeah, uh, Vench, what's your best brand new anime this year? Uh, I think I've kind of, it's kind of obvious, but definitely Free Run. It, it's something that wasn't even on my radar like three months ago. I didn't even know what it was, and it came out, and it's like now one of my favorite things to watch every week and maybe make my top ten when all is said and done. So that's definitely my favorite of the year. Hell yeah. Dark, what about you? It's Free Run. Like the, if the, everybody talks praises about this show, they talk praises for a reason. It it goes to free run. Damn. Okay. Sweep. <laughs> uh, what about you? Uh, this is new anime, right? Yeah, brand new. Uh, I have to go with Hundred Girlfriends, and with the asterisk that the anime that what we got so far of the what ten episodes that are out right now is perfectly fine, but it sent me down the path to read the manga. And that it just became my favorite thing of the year that I participated in. It's still, I still have brain rot from it. I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> uh, so it's like, yeah, 100 Girlfriends, but the asterisks of the manga. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, 100 Girlfriends is fucking amazing. That's, that's up there for me as well. Navi, what's your best brand new anime? Uh, the anime you hated the most, Oshino Cole. Damn it. Banger. <laughs> I, uh, I watched it's, one episode. <laughs> look, so it's one. It's the best idol anime. I don't think there's a. All other idol animes are either comedy or they're made for younger audience. And this one was also really good. Yeah, that's a comedy. That one's a comedy, and I I, I watched season one. It was alright. Yeah. Uh, but Oshino Koko actually goes deep into what idols face every day and the dark side and they they actually take inspiration from real life idols or what happened to them and it, it really shows you a whole different whole different view of uh what idols have to go through on a day-to-day basis now i understand the why people hate it because of the detective time track uh detective reborn aspect of it and I, it didn't really affect me that much. It it did get in the way sometimes, but then it created some fun scenes as well. So it's it's still it's still one of the best idol animes. It's like a it's like a four out of yeah. five for me. Like I said with with the supporting anime, like I liked everything else about that show, but whatever it focused on Aqua, which was a lot of the time, it, yeah. I didn't like it. But everything else with like just dealing with the whole cancel culture thing, the yeah. trying to break out as an idol and all this other stuff. And when we're going into the next season with the big play arc that they're going to be doing, that all sounds really interesting, but please leave Aqua at home. I, I personally don't hate Aqua as much as everyone else. I don't like him, but I, I, I don't mind. Do you like him more than Light? <laughs> uh, no. No? Yeah, don't even... Yeah, yeah. You have to think about it for a second. I'm, I'm, I'm never going to forgive you for that. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, wait, hang on. Actually, I need to do mine. <laughs> um, there was actually a lot of shows this year that are uh, brand new that I really enjoyed. Uh, one show I do want to shout out that I feel like did not get enough love this year, Buddy Daddies. 
I feel like the show yeah, kind of Buddy Dead is it. great. I, I it really wanted to watch awesome. that. It it is it is literally reverse Spikes family. It's just yes. what was it? Gay Spikes family, basically. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's two dads raising a daughter, and if there's, I am a big sucker for father daughter relations, and they absolutely nailed it with this show. And I just, I think like everything about it is just so much fun. And the, it is so nice to watch a season one of an anime, and it ends, and it, the ending is so wholesome. Like it's just like a, oh, thank God, that's it, that's all I need. Um, but that's not my favorite new anime. I, I also gonna give it to Dangerous in My Heart for my favorite new anime. I just, I'm a sucker for a good rom-com. I think this is one of my favorites of all time. I just love the relationship between uh, Yamada and Kyotaro. It, it it doesn't break any new bounds. It does anything crazy. But, like, it's just a feel-good show. Like, that's kind of why I like rom-coms. It's just, it's, uh, it feels good. If we want to do a special shout-out, I'll give a special shout-out to My Clueless First Friend. Some of the comedy of that is, like, really good, especially, particularly in the English dub. They got, like, some of their best writers on that, uh, and it was just a joy. It was it was a very, it was the best, like, comfort show for me. I also want to shout out uh, Mashal and Zom 100. They're, those are up there. Oh, well. yeah, for sure. Yeah, Zom 100. <laughs> if we ever, whenever we get those last three episodes. They'll be also, good. We know that. They'll be good. I, I will also say, I haven't really gotten that far into it, but Shangri-La Frontier is really fucking good. <laughs> the the few when, episodes I've watched, it is a fun show. I'm waiting for that, that to pile up. That. Yeah. Isn't the sub done? I know the dub is still going, but I think the sub is done for Shangri-La Frontier. No, still it's going. Still, still going, yeah. Is it? Okay. There's probably like three or more so episodes, probably. But yeah, I'm like halfway through it, and I really enjoyed it. Um, But best returning series. That's, that's a bit more interesting conversation. Basically... A show that like had a season two, season three, or whatever, anything that came out like it, it, that already existed. Also, I'm immediately banning One Piece bench. Don't you dare. No, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, what's your best returning show, uh, bench? Uh, it it is definitely Mushoku Tensei, as I've talked about. But I did want to talk about yeah. One Piece a little bit. If You'll I can talk, talk about, about One Piece, Piece later. You can talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Man, it sounds so sad. It's like, man, I never get to talk about One Piece on this show. <laughs> I thought you, I'd just get it over with because you don't want me to talk about it. But You okay. can talk about it real fast. Just get it over with. <laughs> uh, this has been the best year for the One Piece anime because it just like exceeded new heights and the climax of Wano was very good. Everyone should watch One Piece. The animation is beautiful. Yeah, they really did. Year 5 is epic. Girl. Yeah, pacing is still awful but hey <laughs> um I, I might as well go real quick best returning series uh shocker it's vinland saga season two <laughs> i just think they fucking nailed it like everything about this season i i would go as far to say i don't know how un- controversial this is i think vinland saga season two is better than the first where i think it, the first yeah. was first was very much action focused but this one is the farm arc and like People are saying, like, oh, man, you know, this is going to weed out all the people. But, like, watching it, it hit for me where it is slower. It is so much more character development focused. Like, it's literally just a farmland arc. And they just Farm nailed arc. it. Yeah. No, unironically, it is. <laughs> and then the fucking end date. So this is mine, too. This is mine, oh, yeah, too. And uh, this made, so season one, I, I liked it. But I didn't watch season one because of the story. The story was was good. 
it wasn't amazing. I watched it because the the fight scenes and the war scenes were really good. So, but then you get to season two and they start focusing less on the combat and a lot more on the story. And you're just like, what the fuck is happening? And they're, they're, they're getting they're gaining character development and everything's just changed. It's like a completely different anime. But season two made season one even better. So to me, season one was like an eight. And then I watched season two and season two was like a 10 out of 10 and made season one even better for me. So when I went to go rewatch it, uh, it, it made it a lot more enjoyable. That's interesting because, like, I, I'm someone who like I loves the story in season one. I thought the story was very well handled. Obviously, yeah, it's very it much good. a revenge. Story. It, was, it was good. It's mostly it, the it moments. It it wasn't at the level of what season two is. Like, I I it was I I thought yeah, it was like sure. a, a eight out of ten story. No, yeah, no. I mean, like, literally, like that is such a <laughs> like season two. I would genuinely say is one of the best in all of anime. It, like. Straight. It has one. It has one of the best time skips in our anime. A hundred percent. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. I love season two. Um, Moon, what's your best returning series? Uh, it was kind of hard to pick, but I think I finally eventually settled on uh, Horimiya: The Missing Pieces. While not the season totally is great because the way the whole season was handled is just a lot of pickup bits from stuff that they didn't animate in the first season because they kind of just did a sloppy job with. Uh, the timeline, I guess, if you want to call it. Uh, but what this does is make the whole complete animated series of Horimiya better, which you have to, like, look online and find the, like, timeline to watch all the episodes in the correct order. But when you do that, it's a, a super enjoyable experience. All the characters are still great. It's just weird watching the missing pieces Wait. as they released. So they, they released everything out of order? What happened with season one was... It would, it kind of went along as the manga slash web comic went, and then like the last two or three episodes, they skipped a lot of stuff, like entire arcs, and went straight to graduation, the grad their oh. graduation. So season two is just all the stuff that happened that got skipped over. That, that makes sense. I, I was confused why season two was coming out because the story was basically complete. Yeah. So and that's why it's called the missing pieces because it's just going back to all the different parts are still of them still in high school before graduation so it is awkward to watch um the episodes because literally the first episode of season two was even before they started dating in season one which is like episode three of season one you have to rewatch the whole anime to even watch this yeah same thing thankfully people i think at crunchyroll or some writer actually pieced it all together sit down to even like episode segments because each episode is like three mini stories so they, they're not doing they, that. No, oh my you don't God. have to. But I think there's at least like a general broad, like watch this episode of season one, then episode this this episode of season two. Uh, so just, you have a much clearer picture. If you tell me to go like, okay, so you want to get five minutes into this episode and then you want to get five <laughs> minutes into that episode and then you could go back. I'm like, no, fuck you. I'm not doing that. Yeah, and that so, the way you talked about it, I thought it was like, you watch this episode in season one, and then you watch like two episodes of Missing Pieces or something like that. But you can the there, segment. It, you can. There's uh, another uh, anime that does that. We got. There's a lot of anime. <laughs> yeah. So, but it is just nice because Horimiya is like a special anime to me, and I should read the manga. Uh, so it was just nice to because when we got that news back in season one that like yeah we're skipping over like three or four arcs 
and then just going right to graduation. It was like heartbreaking. Like, yeah, the show's just over. And then they come out and say, yeah, you know what? This was popular enough. We'll animate the rest. So it's just, it's just nice to get what back what we lost. Dark is so your best the returning series. Now, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. The story's complete now. For me. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh. I think there are still some things they didn't animate. That obviously that always happens with anime. But I think like the majority of it now is all animated, because the manga slash web comic is complete. Uh, Dark is your favorite returning series, which from Mercury. <laughs> um. It's definitely up there, but it's actually not my my best. Oh. For me, it's gonna be Bleach. I don't. Oh, yeah. it's, I think it's because of, I I read the manga when it was coming out, and knowing what's coming and watching it get animated and seeing how people react to it to me was been amazing. I, I want you to doing know. an incredible job yeah. like animating everything. And what's have, the come is insane. I have no idea like where they go. The way that this season ended, I'm like, yep. where does it go? <laughs> You're just like, it how does it go? How did it end? Where, it where are they? Uh, I mean, do we want to spoil? Uh, it was summer. I mean, Moon's not gonna I mean, watch it. No. Wait, no, no, no. Just, just say. Uh, uh, okay. Spoiler say warning. That no one will understand. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's the clapping hand. You know that part? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's where it ended. That's why I'm like, oh man, where does it go from here? <laughs> Wait. So you're reading um, the manga, Dark? While you're watching I read it. it, I read it. I've, 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 I've read it a while ago. But I, so I know oh, what's yeah. coming. But I love watching like how they're gonna animate certain scenes, how people are gonna react what to they it. Add. Yeah. There's yeah, a lot of stuff like, that they that's, added. That's, that's, that's the most valuable thing about it is what they add. Listen, all and oh, you're oh. you're react you're you're basically reacting with everyone else once season three comes. Reacting season to the three, reactions. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, because you're reacting. Because they're adding a whole bunch of new content. Season three or four? It's four, right? Right. They're now? adding. A, oh, because, so wait, are you saying? Because they didn't. Because they didn't finish the manga, so they're adding a whole bunch of new content to it. And that's well, the no, part it was, it was that the manga was for. rushed at the end. That's what the I. Heard. Was no, it, it wasn't. It was. It was rushed, but the the way they did it is they cut. They cut a lot of content out. Yeah, and they're putting that stuff back right. in the anime. Yeah, that's that's what I'm excited for. And basically, yeah. every, even manga readers are going to react the same way as anime readers. Like, one of the few time, first few times that happened. I also, I mean, like, listen, I just got to give a shout out Kenpachi in this season. That yeah. fight, Dude. I think if we were doing fight of the year, that's fight of the year. Yeah. <laughs> like, easily. He, it's yeah. up there. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Which one oh. really good fight of the year? Kenpachi's fight was amazing. Fight so much. See, this is the problem with One Piece fans. <laughs> they always gotta ruin it for everyone else. It's um, gonna be really hard, but there's gonna be a moment next season in Bleach. I know Bench knows because we talked about it before. It's gonna be really hard to top for me in terms of like best moments of anime if they do it properly. Like I think they will. Is it is it when someone comes back? Yes. Uh, hey, hang on. Because yeah, now yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna get spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> be <laughs> careful. No, I, I, that's all I need to know. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I think it's time we get to the big boy category. Anime of the year. Basically, just no rules. What's your favorite anime that came out this year? Um, I'm just going to 
obvious choice is obvious it's vinland saga for me this is literally like a top five anime for me of all time like i think vinland saga just exemplifies what i love about anime especially this season just showing hey you can have characters develop naturally over time and just the writing is on another level i i i i can't exemplify enough how incredible vinland saga is i hope everyone gives it the respect it deserves by the end of the year because it genuinely because it came out earlier in the year maybe people will forget but like genuinely i i don't know how you can forget about the emotions that that show leaves you on I am um, it is my anime of the year so hell yeah that's my guy <laughs> uh Vets, what's your anime of the year uh it is free run uh even Mushoku about Mushoku Tensei, uh, above season two of Mushoku Tensei. Oh, I like fair, season. Fair. I think if we were comparing it with season one, season one would have had it. Like going in to after I watched Mushoku Tensei in April, I thought season two would easily be the steal. And season two was excellent, but it definitely didn't hit the highs of. And it wasn't supposed to hit the highs. It was definitely a slowed down arc, which was perfectly fine. And they nailed that. And I hear like the, apparently next, like. Core is going to go nuts, which I'm excited for. But Freerun, just like it came out of nowhere. It's been just an absolute delight. And I look forward to like watching every week. And the progression of the characters has just been truly like a sight to behold. Like, just like everything about it is amazing. That's awesome. No, I want to. How many episodes are there right now? There is 13. And there's going to be 28. They're doing 28? That's a weird number. Yeah, that's a, yeah. I was about to say it's like that's a weird number to leave off on. <laughs> uh, Moon, what's well, your here? Oh. Wait, did you have something else to say about free run? Well, it could have been because they dropped the first four episodes at once. I don't know. And it adds to like twenty-four weeks or whatever. Hmm. Um, Moon, anime of the year. Give it to me, bud. It feels it feels like a cop out to say hundred girlfriends. Um. Say it. No, because because like, <laughs> we're talking anime, and it's mainly for the manga that's carrying it. Like I have such a bias for it now because of reading ahead on the manga. You're a manga reader, no. Yes. <laughs> I, I was just saying this in chat the other night. Like, is this what like One Piece manga readers feel like all the time? Like, it feels like a power yeah. trip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have all the power. You can once in once life. I can it's... spoil you. um so it does feel weird to say that but i just i think it's because i literally um starve myself of anything other than just like these simple rom-coms of just like it feels like i ate nothing but junk food this year of terms of anime with very few things that have actual substance so you watched nine episodes of death note and we're like yeah You liked it too. That's what yeah, I liked it. Me. I need to get back to it, but I'm just so busy, and I all I can squeeze in time for is just like my weekly shows. Um, yeah, that's fair enough. So you know what? I'm just gonna just ride the same train. I'm gonna go with uh, Free Run because I do like what I've watched so far, and I do want to continue watching it. Say hundred girlfriends. Be a be a real say person. It. Come on, Fine, come I'll on. be the real. Yeah. I'll say the real man and say hundred girlfriends. There, you happy? Hey, you <laughs> good man. Yes. No, I'm going to say The Vending Machine. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I wanted to bring that up. That show is better than it needs to be. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Uh, so yeah, I'll say 100 no. Girlfriends. It, I don't believe you. It, the Vending Machine? No, I'm not yeah. It is so fun. I didn't have it finished such... it yet, but from what I, I think Me I saw neither, like but... four episodes or something, it's, yeah, it's, it's really no cute. right being as good as it is. 
it's genuinely like a very it's a vibe show where it's just like long day of work you're like a fucking vending machine isekai and it's fun um dark what is your anime of the year 100% wish from Mercury. Ooh, if I had a doubt, the animation, the way that the story unfolded. Look, Bandai did something incredible with the show. They did everything right until the end where they tried to say, oh, yeah, it didn't happen. You don't listen to Bandai. You don't know what the fuck they're talking about. The show was incredible, and whatever Bandai said, yeah, they're talking about their ass. That's crazy. Now I heard about what happened at the end. That's funny as <laughs> hell. <laughs> they so obviously got... don't know their audience. So we got two votes for... Uh... For, well, not votes. I mean, obviously, it doesn't matter. But, like, two two people saying Vinland Saga. Two people... Or, no, one person saying Free Run. One doing Hunter Girlfriends. And then one with uh, Gundam. That means Vinland Saga wins. Hey, you know, I I don't make the rules, baby. But that's just how it is. <laughs> did, did Vinland yeah. Saga win any Crunchyroll awards? That hasn't happened uh, yet. Have oh, that hasn't happened yet? I want you to know. I don't think Attack on Titan can be nominated for anything. I think this will nope. be a Crunchyroll Awards that'll actually be interesting for one Wait, yes. they, No, they can be nominated. What are you talking about? No, uh, there's no, a no, weird cutoff. The fall, fall season oh. for next year. However, Chainsaw oh. Man can be counted, so we lost. Ah, oh, we lost. Ah, oh, well. <laughs> Maybe next year, guys. Maybe next year. Season one was but bad. Yeah, back on Titan again. But, yeah, that is everything uh, in regards to anime of the year. Uh, we had some fun awards. I think we had a good time overall. Um, I do. We want to like add some shows that we're watching, or do we think that it's all good? Or do we want to leave it off? I think uh... it's good there. Unless you guys want to talk about something. Derek just wants to go. To bed. <laughs> it's like the only thing I've been doing is fucking reading Hundred Girls manga, so I haven't really had much else. Kintama yeah, good. Kintama is so fucking good. Um, um, Fa- I am watching Fairy Tale. Fairy Tale is no. For eighty-year-olds, eighty-year-olds, man, they really cornered that market. You gotta give eighty oh, eighty-year-olds. Okay, stroke, I, thought, I thought you said eighty. I was just like, that's a that's market to quarter. No, no, eight. It's, oh, it's Fairy tale hate, man. You don't see that often. It's it, it's like dra- it's like dragon tales because they they both use the same power of friendship. Whoa, okay, let's not let's calm down with the dragon tails. Hate being thrown <laughs> Yeah, let's actually calm down with the dragon tails hate. I don't care about fairy tale, but dragon tails, come on. Another <laughs> uh, show I could just briefly talk about because I forgot to mention it either the last episode or the one before that. But in between the love flops uh, craziness that happened and whatever else I moved on to, I watched a different show called uh, Kubo Won't Let Me Be Invisible, and that yeah, was actually. I heard that one. It was good. It's actually pretty good. It's very, very in line with um, Teasing Master Takage-san, where it's just the misadventures of these two young kids, and clearly one is very into the other, but the other is dense as a brick. Uh, But what's fun about this show over Teasing Master, even though I think Teasing Master is slightly better overall, is Kubo has a running gag of a character um, trait and literally is in the title of the show, Won't Let Me Be Invisible. This kid is like so, doesn't stand out. He's practically invisible to most people where they're constantly bumping into him. They don't, like people at stores don't rec- don't see him when he's like, hey, like, can I get some help here? Stuff like that. The funniest thing is like literally the first thing of the show in the first episode is, you know how like in yearbooks when someone is absent for like photo day, they like Photoshop a picture of the kid in like the corner or yeah. whatever. They, 
he says, yeah, I was, uh, they all thought I was absent for a picture day and I wasn't like, you could see him like actually in the group photo and he's photoshopped in the corner as well. So that was like the best joke of the whole series. I don't know why that got such a good laugh out of me. Um, but it's, also... it's stuff. Huh? Oh, you can go. I was just going to say, and it's actually, what's funny is like, that's one of the best jokes in the whole show, but it also ties into a really sweet character development at the end of the series. So I got to give special shouts to that writing. But this show is just a lot of fun. It's a very good comfort show of um because they're I don't know why, but these particular shows always have to be like late middle school. They never hit high school in these shows. Very weird. Um but it's a cute show and if you like uh shows like like I said, Teasing Master and just a lot of one sided relationships and the guy just does not seem to comprehend that a girl can like him kind of shows then I would say definitely check this out. 90% of rom-coms, by the way. Pretty much. <laughs> Man, is dense. Ben, well, she wanted to interrupt. Go ahead. Last thing I'll say is I did finish our Gundam Iron-Blooded Warfangs, and that was just a fantastic emotional finale. Can't say much more than that. I finished that uh, two weeks ago. It's still, still great as any. Very sad. I love it. Very sad. Uh, yeah, be- Mercury like live Mer- his depression. Mer- Mercury <laughs> Witch. Mercury Witch might slightly be better than Blood because that was my favorite Gundam. But uh, you need I think to watch. Just gonna take that over. You need to watch Double O. Like actually, it's also very good. I don't know, man. I'll see. <laughs> if we wanted to also say disappointed show of the year i haven't finished it yet because it's such a drag to get through now uh life lessons with Oromichi onisan i had like some high hopes going into the show because i heard a lot okay. when it was airing and no, you I made just... that up <laughs> <laughs> no it's literally a show about a guy who works on like a children's like a small children's uh television program like a barney or oh Sesame that was Street or something like that um but he is like super depressed and it's the whole comedy comes from him just like dropping adult truth bombs on these kids and just being overall depressed with life. And it just doesn't hit for some reason. I thought it would, but it just does not hit at all. And I'm just not enjoying spending my time with once again, the main characters are drag. The side characters are all right because they are dealing with this like depressed main character, but it's funny to like watch him put on this fake smile for the kids and all that. But I I just I had such high hopes for this show because it was I thought it would be a little different and it just does not land. <laughs> the Konosuba spinoff was incredibly disappointing. Yeah, I agree with that one. But that's everything. Got a lot of anime to talk about. Fun, fun show yep. all around. Um, I will say you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and Audible. Uh, make sure to like the podcast. We're a growing podcast network we any support is helpful you know like subscribe comment all that good shit um also make sure to check us out on uh, slice of gaming our main channel and check out our twitter account a slice of gaming over there but yeah that's pretty much everything thank you all so much for watching say goodbye everybody have a good night